Welcome to When Ghosts Speak with Melissa and Mary Ann. for joining us for another episode of Wingo Speak, <laughs> subtitled The Adventures of Marianne. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we've talked about funerals, and you have a funeral story today. Yeah, yeah, this one's a little bit different. You know, everyone who's listening and hopefully enjoying this podcast, you guys have a really good idea of what I do. Um, but sometimes nothing is as simple as it seems. Here's what happened. I did work for Nora and her husband, Alan, cleared their house maybe four or five years, cleared their house. And about four or five years later, I get a call from Nora that her mother had just died. And they had so many questions. They didn't know if she wanted to be cremated or buried and if she wanted to be shown or viewed and what should she wear and who gets the jewelry. And I mean, every question that you can't imagine. And because her mother's death was totally unexpected. And even her father didn't know what his wife wanted. I mean, in all honesty, that's really a family that doesn't talk. Uh, because I think everybody is pretty aware that you better tell somebody what you want. So Nora said, we want you to come to the funeral, but we would like to know if you can meet us at the funeral home when we meet with the funeral director. Uh, will mom be with us so that we can ask her what she wants? I said, probably. There's no guarantee, but I would think she would. Um, and Nora said, please, can you come? And I said, well, and she says, my brother is coming in from out of state. He's about four hours away. And Nick wants to be at the funeral home. He owns a funeral home and wants to make sure we're not getting ripped off, which I thought was really interesting. I think funerals are just what funerals are nowadays. I mean, I would hope anyway. And I asked Nora, I said, why isn't your brother doing the funeral? And she said, well, we thought about it, but we decided mom really wouldn't want Nick to do this work on his own mother, which is probably a good idea. And plus, she has tons of friends in our area, and we didn't think anybody would want to drive out of state for the viewing. And on top of all of that, the funeral director's wife was one of my mother's best friends. So we're just going to have it here, you know, in, in our area. And I said, okay. Well, I agreed to meet with him the next afternoon at the funeral home. And when I got there, everything was in, everyone was in the office waiting, including mom. And when Nora and Alan told me years ago, oh, mom said to me, when Nora and Alan told me years ago what you did at their house, I thought they were crazy. And I didn't think you were playing with the full deck either. But I guess not. You are seeing me and we are talking. You know, some people just can't, just don't think that is possible. But obviously it is. So the family started asking questions. Nobody in order. 
It was buried or cremated, viewing or not. What do you want to wear? Pictures. Um, roses. No, she wanted carnations. Uh, I mean, she was telling everybody what she wanted. And then it got a little more personal. Uh, her husband, Alan, uh, he said, should I sell the house? Where do you want me to go? Where do you want me to take your clothes? I thought this was really unique is that somebody was thinking before the viewing to even get this stuff in order. And I'm thinking, usually people don't work that fast. You know, they pass around and decide who's going to get what, but not in this case. So buried and viewing. And Nick said, you know, he said, I got to tell you something. He said, uh, I, nobody really knew this. It just happened last week. And I just bought into a monument business. Uh, he says a percentage of it. He says, maybe I'll buy it out in two years. He said, but I figured seeing that I'm a funeral director, I should have some say in the headstones that go on the graves. I said, all right. And so he said, well, he says, I know she's not being laid out at my funeral home, she says, but I am going to get her the biggest angel statue for her headstone. And mom said, no, a regular stone would be just fine. And Nick was upset. He said, mom, I can get it at almost half price. He says, I own part of the, of the business. I can do this. And mom said, no. It will still be too expensive. And so when we were done, Nora said, we still want you to come tomorrow to the funeral and I, to the viewing. And I said, well, you really got all your answers today. I said, you really think I need to come? And she said, oh, yeah. She says, because between now and in the viewing, she says, we'll probably have 100 more questions. And I'm sure I did my eye roll and thought, great. Here we go. And so I went to the funeral, to the viewing, and the place was so jammed. The place was crowded. And they did put carnations on her casket. They did not put roses like they wanted to. And Nick was still upset. And he's, I mean, he really wanted to do this for his mom. And, you know, I said, Nick, if that's not what she wants, don't do it. Why make her miserable? And he said, yeah, I guess. And he said, well, Nick came up to me and said, when the viewing was almost over, he says, I want to talk to you about something. And I looked at him and said, more questions? And he said, no, it's about a job, maybe. And I looked at him and he said, maybe a partnership with you. And I sort of looked at him and I said, you see ghosts? And he said, well, no. And I said, yeah, that would about be the only partnership I'd be interested in. I said, I have no desire to be anything to do with the funeral home. And he says, no, 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 no. It's not that. He said, but he said, can I meet with you tomorrow before I go back? And I said, no, I'm busy all day tomorrow. And I said, can't we do it right now? I mean, why do I have to come back out again? And he said, well, hold on a minute. 
So he walked over to the funeral director and he asked if he could use his office. And the funeral director said, yeah, not, the funeral director was a very nice man. He said, yeah. And so we went in and sat down and Nick said, you heard yesterday that I bought into a monument business. I said, right. And he said, I bought half with the option to buy the rest of it in two years. And I just sort of looked at him and I said, well, that's not exactly a percentage. And he said, no, no. He says, but you know, not everybody has to know my business. And I said, no, no, I agree. I agree. And I said, so what's this got to do with me? And he said, you know, I own my own funeral home. And when people show up to make arrangements for their loved ones, I help them make decisions. And I pretty much do what you did, working with the family, asking questions, trying to get answers on which way to go to bury their loved one. And obviously, I don't have your abilities, but I'm really good at what I do. And But here's what I would like you to do. And I said, okay. He said, you know, I wouldn't call you about every customer that comes in wanting a funeral for their loved one. However, there are some people that I have, and I guess I would say well off. And I was starting to feel a little uneasy about this. And I thought, where was he going with this? And here you know, this proves I am not a psychic because I had no idea where this was coming from. And so he continued and he said, well, this is the way it works. After we pick out the cemetery and do they want a vault? Do they want to be buried where they want is picked out? Then we go to the next page, which is about headstones. And some people in this money bracket always go big, flashy. And he said, which makes me very happy because I get a percentage of that. And he said, but there are some rich people that are actually pretty cheap. And so I would like you to come and convince the family that their loved one wants the big monument, not the headstone. I said nothing. I, I, I'm thinking to myself, how do I get out of this one? And I, 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 and I, I really did not know what to say. And I asked, you want me to come to your state and ask the departed what they want? And he said, yes. And he said, but when you're in my funeral home, no matter what the dearly departed say, you always say, they want the big one. I wow, the ethics on this person. I know. I'm thinking that <laughs> he takes the gold teeth out of their mouth before he puts their mouth closed. Now, is he giving you part of that percentage? Well, or is yeah, he- no, let me continue. And he said, well, you know, he said, yes, yes. And of course they want, I want them to buy the most expensive one. I said, Nick, I can't just do an eight-hour round trip to your funeral home. And I says, and you're talking probably more than a couple times a month. 
I said, no, 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 no. I'm definitely not interested. He said, no, 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 wait. He said, you can do this over the phone. And at this time, there was no Zoom yet. So I, it was over the phone or pretty much nothing. And again, I said, no, 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 no. I said, I can see them over the phone, but I cannot talk to them. So I cannot, you know, I, I don't know what they, I won't know what they want. And Nick said, well, wait a minute. He says, I was at one of your talks years ago. And if I ask out loud, can't you see the deceased shake their head? Yes or no. Why do people remember those kind of things? And I said, yes, I can. But I think the family might figure out a little bit about what's going on. And Nick said, no, no, the family can get some other questions answered before I bring them up, before I even bring up. He says they can say, do you want the blue dress or the red dress? And she could shake her, they could shake their head yes or no. I said, so you want some positive yes and no answers for the family before you hit them with the headstone? He said, well, yeah. And he says, and the percentage for you will be very good. I said, oh, really? And he said, yeah. He says, it wouldn't, he says, once in two years, once I buy the business, he says, your percentage will go up way high. He says, but for the next two years, I'll just give you a percentage of whatever I make. And again, I just thought, you know, Nick, you have to realize that I don't feel comfortable doing something like this. I, I'm not a person that enjoys ripping people off. I says, and I'm pretty honest with people. If they ask me a question and I don't know the answer, I tell you, I don't know. I don't try to make up something up, you know, up. And I said, you know, I started, I stood up and thanked him for offering me the project the opportunity. And I said, I'm going to pass. I says, I'm really not interested. And he, he said, I think he thought that I, I wouldn't say no. And besides, at the time, I was pretty sure it was illegal to do what he was planning to do. And, you know, and I know for a hundred percent that prisons and jails are full of earthbound spirits. I get nailed for this. I would not survive in jail or prison. <laughs> Believe me, I, I'm a comfort person. That wouldn't work at you all. You just clear them all out. I mean, you feel yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, orange wouldn't be your color necessarily, but <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And and I don't want to be the person that all these families' dead relatives decide. I cheated their family. Don't you think they're going to know that I lied? And are they going to come after me? Or better still, Nick, are they going to come after you? I mean, you own two businesses. Do you have any idea how they could mess up your businesses if you're cheating their loved ones? And, and he sort of looked at me. And on my way out of his office, he said, um, are you going to tell Nora? That was his sister. 
And I said, you know, Nick, I'm not a priest or a lawyer. I said, and if she would ask me outright, I would not lie. I would tell her what you wanted. I says, but I seriously doubt that your sister would even dream that you would do something like this. I said, I, I don't think she would. And he just looked at me and he, I, I really never heard from him again. And so I figured that was that, that was done. Uh, and I haven't heard from any of the family since. So everybody still must be fine and hunky-dory. But this is not the only person that has tried to do this. There was law enforcement agencies that wanted to go to funerals of drug lords and tell them who was there and what was going on. And it was like, you're kidding me. I says, I'm not a skinny little person. They're going to know I am probably not, not even their same nationality. I says, what am I supposed to do? Walk in with the veil over my face so they don't know who I am? And I said, no, no, no. He says, well, we can protect you. I said, yeah, I watch TV. You guys can't protect anybody. I said, no. I says, I'm not doing that. And flippers that have houses. If they're having a bad time in the house, they finally call and say what's going on. And real estate agents. I'm in a really old house, and it these people were very wealthy. Before I put it on the market, are there any ghosts here? It's like, well, yeah. And this is somebody I've done work for before. I do work for a lot of real estate people. And she says, well, is there a ghost? And I said, yeah. She says, if I ask out loud, will she tell you if anything's buried here or where the money's hidden? And I said, no, don't even ask that question. I says, I'm not going there. No. I says, what are you going to do? Buy it yourself? And she says, well, if I could, if I knew there was a real treasure here and she knew how much, I, I probably would. I said, no, 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 no. And the military, I actually got a call from three different branches of the service wanting to know that if I ever ran across an earthbound spy, could I give this spy to work with one of these military places to go someplace and, and still be a spy, but be it earthbound? I said, I've never run across a spy. I, I, that's not a question I asked somebody. Were you a spy when you were alive? I don't ask that question. <laughs> and, and usually the family doesn't either. So how I would mean, I know? <laughs> maybe you should, should start. Um, those could be whole other fun stories. <laughs> oh, oh my God. No. <laughs> I mean, you know, so much honestly, you know, with the, with the military. And I said, this isn't even feasible. I says, where are you going to send this? This goes to Russia, uh, Germany, uh, Korea. I said, and who's going to be their handler and go down there to get the information? I said, me. And he said, well, can't you train somebody to do it? And I said, oh, my God. I said, no. <laughs> You know, so where I'm trying to go with this is 
what I do is just not sometimes very simple. Sometimes it's a little over the top. And these aren't even what the F letters. I mean, these are just regular people, not people that I would put on the bubble. So, you know, you just don't know. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Hope you enjoyed our episode. Uh, episodes drop every Wednesday morning on just about every platform that you can find your podcast on. And please join us every Wednesday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and join us live on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and come ask questions, discuss the episode, let us know what you liked about it. But thank you for joining, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to When Ghosts Speak. Join us again soon. Goodbye.